the social introvert. More updates about uh, the, the, the evacuation that I've been talking about since, uh, since the morning. Do you remember when I say that um, they, they, they push people to evacuate from the northern to the southern areas via a, a, a safe route, as, as they said? Okay, that was a trick. That was a trick. They targeted ambulances, cars, and buses in the road, and more than, more than 150 people were killed until now, as I heard from other press uh, and other journalists. So they are playing, they are playing with us, they are playing with and on us. They told us this is a safe route. Innocent people took anything from their homes and, 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 and went to, to, to the southern areas and they killed them. They literally killed them. Hit a point where the air so thin in the sky, niggas can't breathe. I'm a bathe in the light, I done made a few tweets that you can't see. Free the wind like I lost beating off my demons, nigga. Pause, hate to be lost in the cause, lost in the sweet baby, rusty 380. Shooter, keep aiming, score, be traded. That's the equation, fading my flame. I make a wish, baby. Extra bitch out forever, erase them. Sit my TPs from ketamine state. Blessed to see ages over 1818 for propane, one fit for that drink. The wisdom I crave can never be wasted. Ancestral vibe, the recipe ancient. Rest in peace, I the rest of me vacant. Ego must die, the soul came off with a bitch. Fetch and grow by talking to him. Broken soul like an orphan lad in my thoughts. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Sid Davis back with a brand new episode of the Social Introvert Podcast, episode 520. You can find the show exclusively on bynkradio.net forward slash podcast, as well as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else podcasts available. So today's episode, I have a special guest with me. He is a, I would say, a, a, a regular a regular honorary host, co-host, Cole Jackson, one half of the Governing Podcast. What's going on, man? Hey, man, come on, man. You got to put Thursday night hook. When you're talking music, when you're talking music shit, you got to put the Thursday night lights out there, man. Put that out there. I, everybody knows Government name already. I need people to know about my Thursday night lights. It's a habit. My fault. My fault. And he is also the host of Thursday Night Lights, which is a radio show powered by BYNK Radio. You can go to bynkradio.net every Thursday evening from 7 to 9 p.m. Central Time. Tune in. Just stay at the top of the page at the header. Press play. Have yourself a good time, man. And replays for Thursday Night Lights are on Saturdays at 12 noon Central Time. Please. Please go listen to it. Get some get some music in your some new music in your life that you, you, you're not accustomed to or some, some, uh, some independent artists that you haven't listened to or just some artists, some artists that you just you haven't gotten hip with. I promise you, you'll find somebody new that you'll like on there. I guarantee you. I don't, I don't know what the problem is. Was the disconnect still? I okay. Wait before we go any further. I have to, we have to. I gotta have a talk with you, man. Okay. We gotta talk. Okay. Me and you gotta have a conversation. Okay. And I, I was, I had, you know, I am a fan. I love your podcast. Right, right. Love it. I'm a fan. I am I am probably one of the biggest fans of Social Introvert. Um you Drake Grant. You Drake Joe Budden Rant. I'm never gonna say you're wrong about things because your point of view is your point of view. Mm-hmm. You, you weren't you weren't fair. I, I just don't feel like you were fair in in what you said. Towards the whole situation. I 
you you called a man a crybaby, which I don't feel like that was fair, man. I, I feel like Drake has put out consistently put out four projects in two years. Um, you being an artist yourself, you you rapped and you currently produce and you you currently do music. If anybody should know how hard it is or how draining it is to be out, be able to put out music, no matter what the quality is, mm-hmm. depending on if it's high of a high clip or if it's what we got for for all the dogs, that is draining. That's not that's not an easy task. You got a lot of artists out here who won't, who won't even put out two projects in two years. Yeah, and I felt like you were just a little. I felt like you was a bit unfair about the situation. Is it's it's all like bunched up together. Like every time Drake gets ready to drop something, it has always become a habit of making fun of. Just because uh, you know past memes prior to him mm-hmm. dropping "Take Care," that's where it comes from. This one, this time around, I was like, okay, you know, he's dropping an album, whatever. You know, just you know, people are gonna like it. Some people are gonna hate it. And some of the singles that he'll release will determine, I guess, the outcome of how the album might be. Yeah. And then I get on Twitter because I heard what is it, eight a.m. in Charlotte? At eight a.m. in Charlotte. With conductor yeah. Williams, I was just like, what's hold on, man? I was, I got excited. I, I look. Let me let me throw this out here. Conductor Williams deserved that bag. Anybody who listens to West Side Gun knows what Conductor can do. He's on the, the current West Side yeah. Gun shit. It was his time to shine. I, I, I'm, I'm going to let you finish. I'm sorry. No, no, you good, man. When I Conductor Williams, I said, hold on. Why'd you... On a fucking Drake song of all Right. Things. Holy and shit. And we kept hearing the rumors, that, oh, Drake and Benny the Butcher got a track together, da 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 all of that. And I haven't heard that song. I, I think some people might have heard a leak of it. I don't know. But yeah, it, it leaked. Hearing somebody say, yo, Drake got a joint with pro, uh, production by Conductor Williams, like my, my eyes lit up. I was like, hold on. So I was ready to hear the album. I'm like, you calling this album for all the dogs? You getting your son to draw the art for the, for the album? So that was a mm-hmm. plus for me. I was getting even more excited. I said, okay, I'm going to beat this one out. And the backlash, I was like, no way this album is bad like people are saying it is. People were shitting on honestly, never mind. And I can honestly see, I I, I can see why people made fun of the album or shit talk, honestly, mm-hmm. never mind. But I like the album. I thought it was fire. I thought it was great. Uh, this one, though, I was real curious. So ain't no way this album's this terrible. But the the backlash with you know with Joe saying what he said on his show, and then the response from Drake and I'm like, is it's just his criticism. I'm pretty sure Joe likes the album. Like the dude is one of your biggest fans. I would call him a stan, really. Yeah. Yeah. Same. What's really. your problem? And he kept going with it. So I think it was like impulse ranting. I had to mm-hmm. like it was it was based on impulse. I had to like, well, I didn't have to, but. I don't know. It was just, and again, I'm not. I'm not saying you're wrong. You made some very valid points. I just feel like Drake. If you look, 
if you because I listen to I listen to your rant. I actually listened to the podcast like maybe three times just to make sure I wasn't tripping. Damn. But I was like, I said, I said, I just don't feel like Sid is being fair. I was like, this man, if you go and look at how consistent he is on dropping projects, and then in the last two years, dropping four projects in two years, where we can't even get that from J. Cole. No. And, and you know, and I'm not even going to talk about Kendrick, because Kendrick is a completely different, he is he is head and shoulders above a lot of these niggas on ground level. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like you would be a little bit more sympathetic to that, to him taking a break. And it's not health issues. I'm I'm pretty sure there's way more to it than just health issues or whatever he said to take a break and whatever. Um, but I was just like, yo, you are an active artist. Am I wrong in saying that? Yeah, no, 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 you're not. And you should know that there are times when you work, 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 work. He's put out four albums. He's done a tour. He's done all these things. And I'm like, and the caliber of work that he put out kind of shows he needs to kind of fall back a little bit. We need to like kind of get separated. The rap game needs to be separated from Drake for a little bit. I feel like that's only fair because he put the work in. A lot of niggas don't even put the work in, and we don't hear from niggas for like five, six years. I'm talking about, yeah, hey, I'm talking about you, Nicki Minaj, and your vacation in having ass. Wow. Um, and she's still considered top tier. I just feel like Drake have has every right to take a break because of the caliber. Uh, I mean, because of the 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 high clip he's been shooting at, as far as like giving us projects. Has it been what we want? Not necessarily. But is he playing the game? The game is the game now, bro. It's changed. The streaming game is so much different than what it used to be as far as like maybe physical media and stuff like that. I feel like Drake has, I think we need a break from him. And I think he needs a break from music because maybe we'll get what we've been. I'm a Drake fan too. Mm-hmm. I, I will stand for this nigga. Because I think he, I think he, it's there. He ain't hungry no more. And he ain't got he ain't nobody's really been challenging him so it's like yeah fall back get away from music for a little while and i also want to another point that you made that i wanted to kind of ask you about or kind of say you weren't fair about this too you don't listen to joe button anymore i do yeah (laughs) here and there man it's it's i I would love to go and just kind of catch up but at this point i'm like no, I don't know, man. I don't know. And he got these paywalls put up. Look what the fuck is with the paywalls? Oh, bro, you want if you want episode sixty, I got six sixty five. Believe me, I, I I know some people who know some people who get who get me that without the <laughs> the thing. Let me just say that if you want to hear it, I got it. I'll send it to you. But Joe had some points for people who just listen to the clip. Of course, it came off a certain mm-hmm. way. I listened to the whole episode. Joe made some valid points, but you you talk about OVO uh, yes men. Joe has some of the biggest yes men on yeah. his podcast. Also, yeah. nobody gives this nigga pushback when it comes to music. I keep hearing in that. certain situations they don't push back on I that. I keep hearing so, that. So both of them niggas got some yes men in their corner. That's kind of putting a battery in his back. I feel like, and I said this on government name. Everybody needs to get checked every now and again. I feel like Drake had every right to check to check him because also some of that shit was kind of personal. 
I felt some of that shit was kind of personal. I felt like the way he responded to. I don't think I said no. I didn't say this. I I think a conversation because I know they talk here and there. Well, on on the six sixty five episode, I'm gonna be real. It was some stuff in there Joe kind of shouldn't have did. Like Joe read DM. Oh, Joe no. painted this nigga like. Joe painted this nigga. He lit. I understand why he put it behind a paywall. He painted this nigga like some creepy ass nigga that be in a club praying on people. And he's one of the main re. I feel like Joe doing what he did on that episode is the main reason why we don't need rap lyrics in fucking court. Because you can paint a nigga any way possible by just reading the words and saying, "Well, this is what you said. You said this. So what are you trying to say?" It, it, it's. I'll send you the episode. Please do. You know, I'll, I'll throw it in the drive. I'll throw it in the drive and you can listen to he's it. He's reading DMs. I, I'll shoot the episode to you. Yeah. I got it. I, I I downloaded this episode just so I can make sure I had it. He reads DMs. He reads DMs. He, he paints this nigga in some creepy ass nigga in the club preying on, on women, on young girls. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, everybody's kind of sitting up here like, well, we're going to war. And he, he did do some moonwalking on some of the stuff that he said, too. Joe's not the type of messenger to be able to be saying the type of shit that he's yeah. saying to Drake about what's going on because he's a nasty nigga, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I'm thinking when you saying that, I'm like, I don't know you should be talking. I, you shouldn't be the one saying that, Joe. Because the story's about I just, you. I just, I just feel like, I just feel like, I love your opinions about a lot of stuff, but I, I, I just want you to be fair, man. That's all I'm asking for. I just felt like your rant wasn't necessarily fair. It just wasn't fair because you've been down the road of being an artist and making music and you've been burned out before. Mm-hmm. And you've been to the point where it's just like, man, this shit is like, you've been to the point where you just like, I hate this shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, it's only fair to give some people some grace even if the music ain't up to par. And maybe the music ain't up to par is because this nigga's burnt <laughs> out or he just can't he can't he can't deliver. Once <laughs> I don't know if you heard the project or not. I, and if you haven't, that's still cool. Yeah. But once J. Cole gets on a song, first of all, there's no fucking way J. Cole will get on my song and fucking slide on me like he did mm-hmm. on, on that fucking first person shooter song. J. Cole slid on this nigga. I would have I would have ludicrous that this nigga. nigga said, I would have been like, man. This nigga said <laughs> something about being song. on the night that he was born. God cried. I was like, who is this? Who does he think he is right now talking? But he was talking crazy. Okay. First person shooter, that nigga called himself Muhammad Ali. I was like, <laughs> So there's no way I'm letting I'm letting J. Cole outrap me on my song. I'm just not gonna let that happen. But um the album's not as bad as a lot of people were making. I out did to listen to it. And yeah, I I was like, okay, this is just a this is the same thing. It's just more melodic. There's more R and B infused going on. You know, a lot of shit going on in the album that's just R and B influence. It's too long. Uh, that Two, I'm not really hung up on how many tracks were on the album, but I can see why people were like, man, this shit too long, bro. Like, give me like 13 and get the fuck out of here. I, I only said that because too many of the songs sound al- alike. I, oh, okay. 
I've, I've listened to this. I've, I've gone through this album at least five times. And there's a lot of songs that just sound very similar. There's too many beat switching songs on there. Oh, but the features make yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the arrangement is trash. Like, I don't even, it ain't even, the arrangement is so terrible. I just. I'll tell you yuck. one thing. <laughs> Rich Baby Daddy just is like nails on a chalkboard. And I said, oh, I love it. my God. Goodness, what is this? <laughs> I was, Let's go to Atlanta with that shit. It is too damn catchy. The thing, the, the fucking Drake's flow on the chorus is too catchy. It was stuck in my head and I got mad. I was like, fuck that song. Right. I was mad, bro. I was like, man. I said, I, okay, I can see why people like this shit. I, 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 I love that song. I'm like, yo, if you don't, if you're not in, in some kind of situation a party shaking your ass to that song is something wrong with you that shit is amazing that's the exact i just i just i just wanted you to be fair man that's all i was asking i will never say that you're wrong about your opinion that's not where i would that's not the angle i'm coming from but i just felt like you just wasn't you weren't very fair about your assessment with the joe button um drake back and forth i just feel like joe gets away with murder um, he is the number one podcaster and our and you know and what we do and the guy does not get checked by anybody. He has a bunch of yes men sycophants on his fucking shit as well. That kiss his ass. Queens Flip is the only dude that tests him and he's just there for, in my opinion, comedy shit. Yeah. For laughs. You know, don't nobody take Queens Flip seriously for real. But I just feel like I feel like Drake when he said that, I was just like, "Yeah, fuck that nigga, that nigga, that nigga." Too many people will read that and be like, "Well, I guess somebody's gonna give up on my music shit because if he's going, you know what I'm saying?" Like, no, nah, man, you should never give up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Especially from niggas like that, and we understand a lot more about why Joe stopped doing music, the industry games. We get it, bro, but. Joe kind of fucked up his life too with drugs and some of the yeah, shit oh, yeah, he he behind the scenes doing. That fool took all. Is <laughs> he sabotaged himself a lot of the times? Really, it was on him. Right, man. So, but it's I. But I. I just. I just. I. That's how big of a fan I am. I said I don't know if I'm going to talk to him about that rent, but I was like I gotta. I gotta ask him to be fair. That's all I'm saying. I just gotta ask him to be fair. But yeah, that's my my thing. Like I was sitting there and I'm like, "Come on, Drake." And then I that's like, "All right." And it was based on impulse. At the same time, with Joe, I felt like Joe, depending on what Drake would say and how he would say it, or if Drake would would have kept going, which he did, Joe would have he would have kept going too. And at the same time, started unleashing some things. I'm like, I don't think this is going to end well. And of course, you mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, why is this episode in a paywall? And then they got one of them episodes. Didn't they have Alexis Texas on there recently? Oh, uh, that was a Patron only. That was something else. That oh, ain't even had nothing like, to do what with the Drake, fuck is dude. this shit? I mean, that's a part of the Patron. Uh, that's Patreon. That's just Patreon content he wanted to put Because I thought I was like, get that shit it out. Get that out of here, man. That's that's the reason why I didn't even 
that made me not even want to listen to the episode because I'm thinking that's probably what the episode was that, you know, and Alexis Texas just happened to be there. I'm like, I'm not listening to that nah, shit. No, that's a completely different Oh, one. okay. Yeah. No, nah, the, the, the Drake episode, the 665 episode is completely talking about Drake, breaking down the album, the back and forth that these niggas had in the DMs and stuff like that. I'll send it to you if you want yeah, to listen to yeah. it. I'll, no, it no, no, no. I'll, I'll listen to it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and I'm going to listen to the the episode that made Drake respond, and I'm gonna listen to six sixty five. And like I said, he made valid points. I want Drake's music to evolve, also. Mm-hmm. But I've been I've been listening and reading about the industry for so long. Like for that nigga to be like, stop hanging out with these young niggas. I'm like, but that's where his bag is. Yeah. That I, and he gave a lot of people. I keep telling people, Benny X, Benny X did a lot of production on this album. And I think that was a good look. Drake gave him a very good look. Cause a lot of the people who are on here, like Yeet, um, um, uh, Yeet was on here. I can't remember. Pull out my phone. Some of the features that he had on here, they've worked with Benny, Benny X. And I'm like, it just makes sense what he did and the sound and so on and so forth. It makes sense because he's giving people a look. He's people, people, if you know about Yeet, you know about Yeet. Tizo Touchdown. Like, oh, man. Tizo Touchdown just got a fucking Rap Radar interview. Tizo Touchdown is one of the more interesting people in, in hip-hop right now. Because his, his approach is completely different. He's just a different type. And he's up there in age, too. Like, he's he a little older than... The... I, I don't know. I don't keep up I with I think niggas. they said that Honestly, nigga was man. close to 40. I was like, well, damn. I was like, well, I like this shit. I don't even keep... <laughs> I don't keep up with niggas' ages like that. That that's the biggest problem we have in hip hop now. They were because they were they were trying. They're like they found out Tizo Touchdown was a little older, and they tried to throw that in there as like an argument, like oh, well he shouldn't be there. I was like, no, nah, I'm judging by the music. That that nigga doing what he's supposed to do, and people like it. Right. So that, I think right. that's all that matters. And T- yeah, and Tizo's like I said, Tizo's album, um, his album that he dropped, I think he dropped two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Way left, way left, but it's still a part of what we do. A lot of the stuff that that uh, we listen to, as far as like you know, some of our favorites go left on some of this stuff. But like Tizo getting getting a look, Yeet getting a look. Um, I think Sexy Red getting a look. Fuck Party Next Door because I can't stand that nigga. I think having Chief Keef on here just you know just giving people looks. And at Drake, I was um who was on. I was on Twitter with somebody or I was on somebody's um, live and we was talking about like the Drake look, the Drake cosign. A lot of people can't handle the weight that that carries. Drake has cosigned a lot of people and we keep forgetting Drake has been on top for the last 10 plus years mm-hmm. and he keeps giving the ball away and people keep fumbling that shit. So what the fuck are we supposed to do? What's my man's name? Um, I can't. And I'm, oh man, I can't think of his name. He has a song called Shoot. What's the name of the song? Shoot. Like, shoot. Black Boy JB? Yeah. Black Boy JB? I was done. Killed banking him. on that dude. His career's done. I was like, oh, I said, that's that's the one right there. I said, we got one. Nope. Ain't heard from that nigga since. Like, oh, no. Because <laughs> I like that fucking song. So I was like, okay, I think we got one. Just, I don't know what the hell happened, man. 
and party mm-hmm. next door. I, I said what I said. I'm like, get the fuck off of OVO. You don't need to be an OVO. He don't. <laughs> he ain't got nowhere else to go. Because Weekend is out there. That's what I'm saying. Like The Weekend was a genius for doing what he did. And I'm glad he did what he did. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm like, who knew? Like We would have never got that Don FM, Starboy, Beauty Behind the Mat. We would have never gotten those albums. And if we did, they probably would have been like mm. subpar at best. Right. Or he would have never came out like he does. Uh, he wouldn't be as big as he if he he wouldn't be as big as he is now if he would have stayed on OVO. Yeah. Like it's that's just those are just facts, man. So that's why I'm like party next door. I, he is there, and like did he decide? I don't know why he decides to stay. Hmm. Because it's a it's a consistent check and it's an OVO cosign. Same shit with Roy Woods too, but it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> what are you doing? Roy Woods is on uh, TDE, right? I thought Roy Woods was with OVO. Is yeah. he? Yeah. Oh no, that's another nigga on TDE. My bad. Yeah. My bad. My bad. I be getting. Oh my man, uh, Lance Skywalker and Zachary on TDE. Yeah. And that's another label. I yeah. I don't know what's going on with it. that whole. Thing with Musa and, and Reason kind of made me made me look at TDE a little different now. I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to shoot any opinions out there yet. But for them to just push Reason to the wayside like that was like, what are y'all doing? Um, I, yeah, I'm just now getting around to yeah. the album porches, and I'm like. This is the album that y'all was trying to solid. Y'all were trying to keep him from dropping that shit. I'm like, bro, fuck it, man. I'm I'm shooting today. I'm gonna let the chopper sing. Reason is boring. I I like Reason. Uh, he can fucking rap, but that nigga boring because like he's boring. Porches is a solid album, yeah. but that nigga boring because like he is boring. Oh man, he boring. What? A... Okay. Was it what's up with people asking for Absol's album? Like desperately asking for it. The album dropped. Nobody is real. Like, what was that about? I don't know. Is this like I don't understand that either. They just threw it out there. Here you go, Absol's album. I'm like, what the fuck? Like they didn't spend time. He he rolled it out. Uh-uh. They did a rollout. But it just <laughs> fell on deaf ears, man. Um Absol was more about his his growth. It was a very introspective album, and I don't think people like it. I don't know. I'm tired of rap fans, to be honest with you. I'm tired of these niggas. These niggas suck. I'm tired of their opinions. I'm tired of them not being satisfied. Fuck these niggas. I've seen some of the dumbest opinions for the last few days. I said, y'all better show the same love for West Side Gun. And this album, these niggas are shitting on West Side Gun's brand new album. And they're oh, what? Benny the Butcher is the best standout in uh, Griselda. I'm like, no, the fuck he isn't. He's great. Don't get me Wait. wrong. I said, but are you saying that sh- you said they're shitting on his on this? People album? are shitting on this album. <laughs> what are they? What are these niggas? Listening? They said I listened listen, to this shit this morning, cleaning up. What the listen, fuck? I turned that shit on at midnight, and I'm sitting there. The intro, I said, this intro kind of hard. I was like, oh, all right, what does that? With Jid! I said, what does that album about to sound like? And that song come on with Jid? I was like, nigga. 
what the fuck is happening? And then just from top to bottom, bro, I said, ain't no fucking way. Stove guy MVP, free stove guy. That yes, I, legend. I said classic. I said what I said before when I first heard. I said that nigga's the chosen one, and I still. I don't know the relationship with. Do you know it's been three years since that that stove got out? Reasonable drought. Yes. No. It's it's been three years, dog. Man, I need another. This nigga's this nigga's hurting the game. <laughs> he that look that album dropped that year. And it fucked up my whole list. I was like, who is this dude? Like, I had no clue who the fucking dude was. The shit, his album produced by Rock Marciano. I'm like, okay, cool. He got the Rock Marcy look. And that nigga. he been riding off of that. And then the features every single time is just like, every, every time. He just riding off of features now. That nigga said, that nigga said, he said, I never understood what the plug meant when he said, hurry up when you take your time or some shit like that. I said, what the, this nigga's wild. He said, I, he said, I got experience now. I understand. And I was the like, way that he, they just put out the fucking album, bro. Like, please. The way that he rapped is so vivid. I'm like, what did he get locked up for? That's what I'm, I hadn't looked it up yet. But I'm like, well, the way that I don't care. he talks so vividly about how he, He's so cracked. He said the di- he said the diamond shine a little bit different under them kitchen lights. I said, oh shit. <laughs> I said, and that nigga been that nigga been practicing on his vocals too, man. So oh, that nigga singing a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad No nah, man, I love stuff. I don't man. know the relationship now between him and Rock Marcy. But I'm oh, I'm glad that Stove God is Griselda now. Mm-hmm. And uh, West Side Gun is making sure. Yeah, whenever you get out. And I think I think he's with Baby Grande or some shit like that. I don't know. If terrible label. If that's a get him the know. fuck off that label. So hopefully they're working to get him off of there and get him over with Brazil Records. Something. That's crazy. People are hate are, are talking shit People, about this no, West no, no, Side no. Gun album. I think it's actually let me good. Tell you, let, me tell you, let me tell you something else. They, they kind of throwing Stove God Shade, too, on Twitter. Well, let me... Uh, I get on B-Dot's Live all the time. Like, when he does an IG Live, I'm always there active on a regular basis. And B-Dot says something, and I'm like, I don't know. He said, Stove God's time has passed. It's been three years. He said, Stove God's time has passed. He said, we haven't got a follow-up album in three years. He's done. No, he's not. It, it, it's, it's, no, it's no coming back from that. No, he's good. And he got a classic. Stove God is good. <laughs> if West Side Gun, well, I don't have any doubt that he's going to do what he's supposed to do to elevate him further. I, I believe mm-hmm. he's going to do what he can do to get Stove God back into the forefront like he was with Reasonable Trap. But the, the slander for the West Side Gun album is like weird. He's like, oh, West Side Gun, he's like, you rapping on these trap beats, and he's not even hitting the right pocket. And I'm like, y'all the niggas that don't even like trap beats. So why are y'all worried about West Side Gun that's not really a rapper? Why are y'all worried about him mm-hmm. hitting a certain pocket on trap beats that y'all don't care to listen to? Like, I don't I don't mm-hmm. get it. Now, I thought it was cool for him to put drama on there and make it kind of like a gangster grills. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, feel. 
But I'm I'm gonna be real. I'm kind of tired of niggas getting gangster girls. Oh, yeah. Like no doubt. I'm 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 up to. I've had it up to here. I'm fed up with everybody saying yo drama. Like make my shit a gangster. Like it worked for Tyler. Tyler knew what he was had to do to to make the album work, and, and that's because Tyler loves um, hip hop. Like for anybody who didn't watch, I watch every. Nah, I don't say every, but I watch a lot of the Rap Radar interviews, and Tyler loves this shit. Yeah. So it only made sense for him to make this Gangsta Grills, and it win a fucking Grammy. You know what I'm saying? Like, he did the work, he understood the assignment, and he made the shit work. He made it work. It's crazy that DJ Drama was saying, like, before we even... And made contact. He had already had a lot of the stuff done. He was putting. He would rip some of the sound clips from YouTube, like the Gangsta mm-hmm. Grizz and all that shit, off of YouTube, and then implement them on the beats shit throughout the songs that he had. He said Tyler was ready to go. He said that's why I really wanted to work with him. So, yeah, man, I the the Gangsta Grills thing. I think the time for that has been passed. And I honestly think we only should have heard that through select people that we really wanted the Gangsta Girls from. Like the Jeezy thing, of course. But mm. um, Currency announced Verde Terrace 2. I don't know where that's at. And then DJ Drama hadn't really linked up with Willie the Kid at all recently. So other than that, I don't really mm-hmm. care to hear anybody else do Gangsta Girls. I don't either. If, um, or I mean, even even the David Banner Gangster Grill shit was hard, and mm. if it ain't the ones that I want to hear from, I just don't care. Right. Like right. What's that nigga's name? Uh, I can't think of his name right now. Uh, the West Coast rapper. He did a Gangster Grills tape. Simba. Um, Simba's was oh, is it was it? It was it Simba, but it was another one. Um. He, uh, I probably played that nigga. Um, I know you, I think I know who you're talking about. I just can't think of the name at the moment. And I probably played something off of that album because it was, uh, it was on Thursday Night Lights because I thought it was like it was, it's a, I can't, I don't have it's a couple joints oh, on ahead. that project that are decent, but I'm like, I didn't need this to be against the grills. Same thing with Snoop Dogg. I like Snoop Dogg's against the grills project, but it didn't need to be against the grills. It didn't really. It didn't sound authentic like a gangster grill tape. So I was mm-hmm. like, eh, whatever. But yeah, you're right. Uh, Jim Jones. I didn't like Jim Jones. This shit. I didn't even listen to it. Yeah, we set the trend. That shit got like 150 songs in it. If I'm not mistaken. <laughs> it feel like he, he felt like he talked to the game, and the game was like, yeah, man, just put a, just put like 100 songs on there. It'll work. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. Do you think the game's uh, status is tainted? Yeah. <laughs> it's going to forever be tainted. It's going to forever be tainted. Yes. The game went out perfectly. Born to Rap was the perfect way to go out. Um, it was him. He had Dime Kennedy doing most of the production. That album was actually good. And mm-hmm. then Kanye, he go hanging out with Kanye. Kanye's like, yo, you know we could put together like a a better album than that. And then he did that dramatic bullshit and that shit sucked. <laughs> that shit was fucking garbage. 
He did a double disc garbage ass album, bro. You went out with Born to Rap and it was unbelievable. And then you come out with this bullshit that didn't make no fucking sense. You had features that made no that I knew you didn't have chemistry with, and that shit was trash, complete garbage. I went back and listened to that. I think people, I, I think people don't even remember Dramatic. <laughs> I, I think I'm, we the only two niggas that probably re- know that Dramatic happened. I'm pretty sure it's a Mandela effect somewhere where people's like, I don't know. Dramatic? What is that? I have Dramatic, nigga. I got it in my fucking, I got it on my hard drive right now. And it is trash. I went back just to listen to that Slim Shady disc and I said, what is happening? (laughs) It was a when you did Born to Rap, you went out on a West Coast field. You had the right nigga with Dom Kennedy on your side making the shit work. And then you get with Kanye, and Kanye sitting here spending money and talking shit. And you just like, yeah, that's my brother. Kanye don't love you, nigga. He don't give a fuck about you. Stop playing with your... This, this is what pisses me off, too. These niggas are delusional. They're fucking delusional, and they think they can continue to make bullshit and make it work. Game has fucking slid. He has slid through the rap game with with fucking dropping names for the last I don't know how many fucking years. And it pisses me the fuck off because I know you can rap, nigga. I heard the documentary. Heard documentary too. I heard the night. What was the nineteen? What was what was the album called? Nineteen ninety six. Nineteen ninety two album. That shit was fire. I've heard I've heard 360 bars and running or whatever the fuck that yep. shit is. I've heard you fucking rap. And then you get around Kanye and think that nigga love you. And then he give you a trash ass album just like fucking Nas and shit. I'm so, Stop doing that's that. That's why I was like, whenever that Nasir album came out, I was I was fucking hurt. I said, like, what is this shit? I said, I've been begging for a Nas and Kanye album for years. After hearing one song and the album being the way that it was, I was pissed. I was like, nah, this what what it what the fuck is this? And so I'm some some flavors just don't mesh mesh well. Bruh, you go back to hip hop is dead and listen. What's that song? Still dreaming? I, I yes. said, if this is how this sounds with them two, I said, I'm with it. We nah. didn't get that. Nah. 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 And it took Hit Boy to say, we'll put out a, a good six oh, albums God. and call it a day. You'll get a Grammy off of Hit Boy. Uh, it's funny that he got a Grammy off of fucking Hit Boy and not fucking Kanye West. They just didn't fit together. And that's okay. And this, that is fine. And for niggas who... who um, Hit Boy slander too. For, for niggas who seen that fucking clip, that leaked clip from the documentary, and, and, was, and was talking about... Uh, yeah, he was on his meds. No, he wasn't. He meant that mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, he was not on no meds. He meant that shit that he said. Now, he was at a different time because it was 2018. He meant that shit. He don't fuck with anybody. That nigga was mad at Nas, boy. He's like, he's rapping off beat. Da, 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 da. Mad at everybody. <laughs> I'm, yeah. Yeah, I'm happy that Nas and Hit Boy shit happened because I was like, if this is how he's going to end it, Right here, and we like three years down the line, we get another Nas album. I don't think it's gonna sound any better than this Nasir shit. And I'm glad Hit Boy just stepped in and said, "Hey, let's let's make it happen." Yeah, we'll put up six. And a lot of people meter those projects off of sales 
And that's what's fucking me up too because a lot of those albums are great. Like my lineup, I'm on I'm on like I'm at the point now where out of the new six album run Nas did, Magic is always gonna yeah. be number one. But my number two switches when I listen to different his different mm-hmm. shit. Like I might put Magic Three at number two. I might put the first uh uh King's Disease at number number two. It just switches up depending on what I listen to and what mood I'm mm-hmm. in. But those were solid projects, except for Magic Two. I like. I'm sorry, I like Magic that shit was too. not good. I like Magic Two. It just that was some shit where they were like, "Yeah, these are some extra joints we recorded. Let's just get them out there. Let's call it Magic Two. Which I, I felt like it should have taken their time on. It's it's crazy mm-hmm. to say, okay, it's Nas, and he dropped Magic Two, and then I'm not even what a month later, or a little over a month later. Magic three mm. and I'm like, what the hell? Like, is surreal because I'm like, Nas don't this shit like this don't work that fast for Nas or he don't move this quick. So it, that I think that was the more exciting thing to see. I'm like, oh shit, more Nas. All right, mm. hopefully this is. I could see the pushback with Magic two. I was like, so hopefully with this third one, it's you know it's, it's better than phenomenal. Yeah, that that goddamn phenomenal. what's this Japanese soul bar. Good lord, mm-hmm. uh, the the never die shit with Lil Wayne, Bruh. killed it, <laughs> killed it, all of that shit, bro. That's the thing, man. I think a lot of like that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't understand rap Twitter or rap social media in general when they talk about mm-hmm. a lot of the music that that that's out now that's garbage or we ain't getting. Like a lot of these people not even listening to to a lot of stuff that's that's popular and good mm-hmm. like well not popular and good but just they're not digging i keep telling people about fucking um this cat out of texas mike dimes i think mike dimes mm-hmm. is fire as hell he has a very good album um uh, texas it's called texas boy bx the plug he's out of texas he's dope he just dropped a, a single called mm-hmm. i think that's dope um uh, and they're newer artists like um who else Nick Grant just dropped the album. I've been oh, telling people I, that this Nick Grant album is fire, and, and niggas just be like, I, but that goddamn Drake. I listened to that shit this morning. I'm like, goddamn. What in the hell? Because it's sad to see that, and I jump on Twitter, and I see the, like, yeah, man. Ain't nothing new coming, man. Oh, my God, here we go. We getting another City Girls album. When we going to get some new shit? When we going to get some shit with Substance? I'm like, it's there. Common ain't got an album out right now, but he's working on one with Pete Rock. I and mean, if that's one thing, if you want to look for some hip hop, be on the lookout for that. JID. I, I just don't. Oh, go ahead. I don't know what niggas want no more, bro, because the variety is there. Right now, Killer Mike has the album of the year in my eyes. Oh. I, a lot of people might feel differently. Yeah. I feel like Killer Mike is still holding it down. I had somebody um who listens to Government Name. That was like, yo, I just listened to that Killer Mike, man, and you were right. Like, that shit is heat. I'm like, he killed it. Checked off every box. Every box. And niggas is still on some other shit. And I don't think. That's why That's why I'm. I don't. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, you good. I, I don't think they are in tune as much as they say that they do. I think. I think what it is, is that they're looking for something with substance, but is more like um, maybe they're perpetrating a little bit. They really like this 
ignorant shit that they keep complaining about because they keep resorting back to um, it. I don't know, man. Um, I listen to a lot of the newer music too because, again, I have a radio show every Thursday that I most definitely want to stay up to date and current. Yeah, and there's artists like um, I think Yeet. I, Yeet's last album was actually pretty good. It ain't the best, and it's ah. not like a lot of shit that a lot of people are listening to. But isn't that what we want? That's my guy right there. <laughs> Nobody yeah. say Yeet is that dude. Like Yeet. Um, who's the who's uh who's another motherfucker? I, I have to go to my phone sometimes because I get so it's just so much music that I have. I know Yeet. It was um. What was it? Nick, uh, not Nick Grant. Oh, it's going to kill me. Uh, he, he dropped the album like last year, if I'm not, not mistaken. Uh, new dude. I can't even think right now. I can't even think right now. It's, it's, um, I, I'll go past him. I gotta, I gotta find him. He's dope as hell too. Um, he's on Def Jam. Young cat. But I listen to a lot of UK rap. Niggas ain't fucking with UK rap. There's a fu- my nigga Clavish. I will. I'm gonna continue to say, go listen to Clavish. Clavish dropped his first album this year. He has 23 songs on there. Clavish is, if you guys like fucking young, good fucking trap. I mean, uh, um, no, not trap. Uh, um, drill like UK drill. Clavish. Clavish, I will completely. I'm continuing to tell people to listen to Clavish. His album is fire. The nigga has some very good singles. He's done some shit with Tion Wayne, which I think he's dope as hell. Mm-hmm. Digga D, um, uh, Central C and Dave. I'm Central C and Dave's EP is still one of my top EPs of the fucking year. Split decision. Uh, I could go on, man. <laughs> it's music out here. Niggas just ain't. They ain't hip. They just want to complain. It, it, what, it's not so much of the the fan that's, you know, not doing enough research. It, what it is, these artists in the mainstream, the one that get the look, the, the names that you see trending all the time, they get asked the question, oh, what do you think of the state of hip-hop right now? And then it's always some doom and gloom type of opinion from them. And I'm like, bro, you in this shit. Like, you're there. You're there where a lot of people want to be. If anything, you need to shed light on the people that are, you know, up and coming. You can at least do that. Yeah. But I yeah. I don't know what it is with this doom and gloom opinion from the ones that are, like, in the headlines. Y'all say y'all for the younger. What are some of your... Oh, go ahead. No, what's some of your what's some of your your favorite shit that that came out this year that's not mainstream? Because uh, I feel like the people mm, I name aren't really mainstream. Uh, Open Mike Eagle got an album out. He just dropped an album, and it's called Another Triumph of Ghetto Engineering. And mm. it, it's a concept album, so it's basically from front to back. It's just how we're wired to to be attracted to like, you know, the, the ratchet rah rah shit sometimes. And then you got some mm-hmm. others that are, they can get into that zone, but they choose not to, but it, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's the whole entire concept album. Once again, it's a open my Eagle, 
another triumph of ghetto engineer. It's pretty dope. Um, mm-hmm. DJ Muggs has an album out called Soul Assassin 3, Death Valley. He just dropped another one this weekend, too. Oh, he did. What mm-hmm. the? Uh, hold on. Uh oh. Div- Divinity. Original music yeah. picture score. What? Oh. Mm. And we got another composing. Um, we got another um Paul Wall. Oh, I saw that. Uh uh um who is it? Terminology. Paul Wall and such Yeah, terminology. They just dropped something. Those are always good. Paul yeah, start to finish repeat. Start finish repeat. Paul Wall and terminology. Those are always good. Um, let me see. Uh, another artist I've been listening to for a while, Javon, dropped part two of Dream Surfer. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a pretty cool album too. The thing where I tell people about when it comes to Javon is the same thing I would say about you know, if they're wanting to listen to MF Doom and never really listened to him before, I said you have to mm-hmm. get into his cadence. His cadence will throw you off. I said, the beat's not so much, but Javon's cadence is what you'll have to get used to. Um, mm-hmm. Code of the Friend this year. I, I pray. I, I was. I was. I forgot what episode of Thursday Night Lights I was ranting and saying, "Yo, y'all niggas want new type of hip hop." Code of the Friend has been dropping freestyles on his Instagram for the last I don't know how many weeks. He has an ex- um. Maybe this is still he's on tour right mm-hmm. now. Sorry, I'm going. No, no, no. Go ahead. Shield mode. He's he's on tour right now. He has um a lyrics to go. He has a lyrics to go point five lyrics to go that you can only get exclusively through his um merch page while he's on tour. Uh, if you get the CD while he's on tour, he will sign it for you. If he's he's another artist that has. Let me calm down because I get excited too much. He's another artist that has a different approach to hip hop. He actually is talking about some real shit. He actually is very positive with some of his, with his, with a lot, well, damn, all of his rap. Um, it's not like he can't rap either. The, the nigga can fucking rap, bro. Like, I don't get it. Nobody talks about Coda the Friend. Uh, I we we kind of founded him around about the same time, because mm-hmm. we both listened to him with Photo. Mm-hmm. It was it was one EP where it was like painting. He's holding up a balloon. But I didn't get around to that. And then you said, hey, check this album out. And, and it was it was photo. That made me go back to that project. And I'm like, oh, this dude is good. And he just, every time, man, when he about to drop something, I'm like, okay, what are he about to do next? I get excited about Coda the Friend. So, yeah. like I said, anybody that's, hey, that's looking for... You know, not that, that rah-rah shit, man. You, you're trying to just be on like a chill, cool tip. And want to hear somebody rap on some introspective level? Listen to Coda. The social introvert. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, I heard a lot of shit. From dumb bitches, I don't acknowledge a lot of it. I seen people attack you for something you ain't dead. Proper jealousy, eyes, color, and celery. You've seen it all, how friends turn into enemies. But I ain't here to remind you of all the pain. I'm here to say I love you no matter what niggas say. It's hard being real when all these niggas is fake. Even when it's fucked up and everybody hates you, I fuck with you on the rail. No matter how long it take you to get your mind straight. Back to life, I'ma help you make the line straight. Like a school teacher, 
it's a lot, but I wait. When everybody out here looking at you sideways, I'ma give you love, I'ma give you my grace. When you come in my space, you gon' know your way home when you look in my face. I know that feeling that you feeling when you feel hopeless. Can't imagine nothing better, this your life forever. And I ain't here to give you no advice and tell you what you should do. That broken record is through, I just wanna let you know I see you. I just wanna let you know I see you. I just wanna let you know you got love, little baby. I just wanna let you know I see you. When the hate mob come and they smear your name and you feel that stain, I'ma love you. When the treehouse fall and you're back against the wall and you feel real small, I'ma love you. When the shit goes south and the devil's so loud and your dirt come out, I'ma love you. When the way too much, you could put it right down, homie. You can do whatever you want to. Never worry, my nigga, cause I don't play the fence. Not in the business of trying to be everybody's friend. I hear your side of the story and make a lot of sense. That shit they said was sensationalism at its best. That type of person deserving of what is coming to them. And they gon' wanna apologize when they come to ruin. And they so caught up in lies, they don't know what they doing. Saying shit and taking it back. Nigga, they looking foolish. It's obvious that they really just wanna hurt you. And never really gave a fuck about you. If you looking on the flip um, side, that means you trying to go through my list of... Well, all this, <laughs> all this music I have that I need to, I need to get a new hard drive because I've damn near filled this one up. There's a um, there's a, um a, a a compilation album. I was watching Myth Bleak on Drink Champs, and he was telling me about this. He was talking about this Puma um mixtape that they put together. I can't even find it right now. They have a lot of young artists on there too. Um. Soul, is it Soul? Shit, I can't find it. Hold on, talk about something else while, yeah. while I find this album because I want, I do want to promote it because it's good. Yeah, another one that um, I got. Let me see, King Draft and Swank are two rappers that are signed to Ninth Wonder, and. Uh, mm-hmm. Those are two artists I think a lot of people really need to get hit to. King Draft dropped Mm -hmm. um, a project called West End Rose that uh, people really need to check them out. Swank and King Draft. Um, Some more out there, man. And a matter of fact, yeah, Swank dropped Random as Fuck Part 2. It's entirely produced by Ninth Wonder. So I mean, it's we're we're not limited with hip hop shit at all. Just got to go look for it. I mean, people who are kind of hip to I see a little bit of more people getting hip to Larry June as well. Uh, I would have. They just dropped him. Ricardo just dropped a single. Oh my god! <laughs> I can't wait till that album drops. I love when him and Cardo get together. Yeah. I I would tell people to kind of get hip to his his younger brother, uh, Monroe Flow. Monroe flows dope. You love that dude, yo. Because he always damn near on every episode. Like it's like Monroe flow, and I'm just like, nigga, you gonna play the whole fucking album? What are you doing? That's my dude right there, man. I was like, this nigga, I was surprised because I'm like, it could go either way. This dude could be just real subpar and trash, or he could be just as good, if not art. To me, I would think he's right there. Close. He's close to Larry June. He's just he don't do the funny antics shit that Larry June be doing sometimes. Right. 
Um, Why can't I find this damn? I can't find this mixtape uh, that they did, and I'll find it as soon as we get off. Um, oh, real quick, Torre, Torre is back too. Uh, mm. With uh, Midnight Run, and it's entirely produced by Marco Polo. That's fine. Question: mm-hmm. I have a question for you, I, and I, maybe you talked about it on the pod, and I don't remember. What was your thoughts about Doja's uh, Scarlet album? Oh. Yeah, so I got around to that. Um, I hope this is not the rap album that people were waiting on. I will say that. Wait, come on, man. I don't believe you. I listen to Attention. I'm like, all right, maybe, maybe we getting something. And I'm just listening to an album full of shit that sound like something similar off of Tyler's Goblin album. Almost. Mm. It it just sounded like a, a split personality that was like really erratic, and that's what I get when I listen to Tyler's older shit. Like it's not it's not the same person. It's kind of crazy to see the transition of Tyler back then to now. I said this mm. can't be the same fucking person. And they got him doing right. the Grinch soundtrack and shit, and then with Doja, it's the same thing. It's, you're you're borrowing like bits and pieces of Tyler's personality a little bit. But mm-hmm. the beast is knocking, I ain't gonna lie. Some of the stuff you got on the album is it, it's it's okay, you know, but them beats are hard. And I like the cup. <laughs> I um I actually thought that that album was actually pretty good. I um hmm Different. I like that she was able to rap. She did take some pages from Tyler, though, on a lot of that stuff. But as as I continued to kind of listen to it a couple times, I was like, "This is actually actually not bad." Mm-hmm. Um, I think her mainstream fans are a little, um, I guess, peeved because of they're psychotic. <laughs> I'll say this. <laughs> When it comes to Doja, I like the pop version of Doja. <clears throat> and maybe that's why I feel the way that I do. I got too accustomed to her first album. Yeah. It was just, I guess, this girl next door, yeah, cute girl next door kind of, you know. Mm-hmm. Just, it was that feel. And that's what I was, mm-hmm. I'm thinking that was going to be for the rest of her career. And she did a complete 180 and was just like, hey, I don't get a fuck about none of this shit. I hate this shit. <laughs> but I'll give y'all what y'all want. And just let me be weird while I do that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I like the fact that she was actually rapping. Um, I've returned to that project a couple times just to kind of make sure I wasn't tripping. I was like, this is actually pretty good. Except I think uh I can't remember what song it is. You get to a point where it goes back to like the pop feel mm-hmm. towards the end, and that's when I I start turning it down. That's the only reason why I, I can't really just yeah. put it on my list of best because it really gets poppy, and I don't like that version. Of yeah, her. I just it's not my cup of tea. And that's a yeah. A lot of people uh, there's that argument too. People who were introduced to her with the pop thing is kind of like okay, cool, cool. She could. She could rap a little bit, you know, but she's still that's she's doing a pop thing, 
and a lot of other people mm-hmm. planted her drop. And it was like, that's that's their dojo. That's the one that they want to stick with. Mm-hmm. Um, what was no, what was the other one? Hot pink, yeah, hot pink and planted her. That's the one. Yes. That's what, who they want to stick with. That version of dojo. I'm glad she. I'm glad she actually stepped out and was like, "Yo, like I'm finishing. Sure I can rap." And didn't care about whether she took a bad hit to um, her success or not. I feel like it's fire what she did. So I have to give her props on that, man. And two other projects. Um, one is by Child, and it's called Better Luck in This Next Life, or mm-hmm. Better Luck in the Next Life R and B. Pretty dope alternative, mm-hmm. and then uh, it's a duo by the name of Wayflow. And they have a project out called Midnight Kids, and the the guy who does the vocals mainly for Wayflow, mm-hmm. his I didn't know he was a full time YouTuber. Well, here's a oh, really? I discovered him when he was a full time YouTuber as Friendly Space Ninja, and I've always mm-hmm. watched his videos. And then when I saw him, I was like, that looks like that dude from that fucking uh, Scarlet Speedster video. And I had to go look at it. I said, oh, it is the same dude. And then he has another alter ego as um, FSN, you know, short for Friendly Space Ninja. I'm like, oh, shit. Mm. Okay, so he's, yeah, so he he is one half of Wayflow. And I never knew that until now. That's crazy. That's wild, man. And that and that sound. Uh, oh my bad. Uh, no, no, no. Go. go yeah, that go. that sound. Matter of fact, the Thursday episode for Social Introvert, the final song that I played. That's Wayflow. Oh, uh, what's what's mm. the song called? Uh, Hyperion. Hyperion. That's the name of the song. Right. Hmm. I. I want people to to be able to take. We're trying to give you guys some alternatives to towards the, you know off of the the normal shit that y'all listen to. Rome Streets uh, dropped the nose candy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you want some, if you want somebody to bar it up on your ass, most definitely do that. Uh, I think Rome Streets is very <clears throat> slept on. Uh, like we're getting niggas like that, Boldy. Um, that sound is actually still relevant whether y'all want to believe it or not, and it's an alternative to, like, the Drake shit, or if you don't want to listen to, um, nothing against Offset, but if you don't want to listen to Offset's new album, a lot of people might not fuck with Offset's album like that. You know what I'm saying? That dropped this week. I've seen a lot of hate um, on that, too. Damn, what what your algorithm talking about? Bro? I don't. You need to stop. You need to stop being so negative on fucking social media and so dry humor. You're not Bobby Aloff, okay? Oh, let's, let's fuck cut Bobby the, the dry, the, that's, that's supposed that's to mean Altoff, me. Aloff, whatever her name that's is. That's supposed to be. That's me. not you. I'm supposed to be in that chair trolling with them. Can we side note real quick? Side note. How do you feel about her getting the type of interviews that she gets and she's not a part of the culture? Because um, I went on a rant on Thursday, has a, um, Thursday Night Lights about this. She has a millionaire husband that funds the interviews. That That's how she's getting it. That man has connections. Do you know this for a fact? I know that for a fact. She blew up on TikTok technically with 
funny Marco, which I'm like, yeah, how in the fuck? Okay, her 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 stick is what's that show with Zach Galifianakis? Between Two Ferns mm-hmm. and Funny Marco. It's like you just took that and I guess you watched you binge watched Parks and Rec in the office mm-hmm. and that's your thing. Because I watched maybe I watched some clips from Bobby Altov's interviews and I'm like I don't see the appeal. And I said, of course they got to get a personality in there to kind of go back and forth. Oh, my my dad worked on, on Snoop Dogg's house and shit like that. So this girl somehow, some way is has connections already tied in somehow. Well, she told she told the Drake story about how she paid for like what she said. She paid a few some money to to uh, advertise on TikTok. Somebody seen her TikTok and and um, followed her, and they was connected to Drake. And she was just like, "Hey, if you can get Drake, I can give you two hundred dollars if you can get this to Drake." And you know, they linked up that way. Mm. It's an odd story that she told about it, but she was like, "I only spent like two hundred dollars, and lo and behold, I got a Drake interview because I went viral on TikTok, and um." You know, people people were were resharing my stuff or whatever the case may be. She has a whole, and then it ends up getting. Oh my bad, hmm? my fault. Well, I mean, it, it ends up getting taken down anyway because Drake probably just didn't like the interview. It got taken down because of the whole conspiracy theory of the Tiger song being played in uh, Rack City being played in the background. <laughs> That's the conspiracy theory. So people are saying Drake played that on purpose so he'd have an mm-hmm. out to be able to get the 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 interview taken down. That was her biggest interview, but it blew her up. I've just been at the point where I'm fed up with these niggas. Like, fuck, here I go. I'm just going to sound like an angry black man. I'm tired of y'all fucking rappers giving this these white people, and I'm not trying to put all white people in the same category, but a lot of privileged white people, the opportunities to be able to have these types of interviews where a nigga like me and you are sitting up here who actually love the culture, who actually talk about music that's very, to me, I feel like it's very relevant and makes sense. And we don't get those types of looks because we didn't blow up on TikTok or our fucking Instagram numbers don't look a, a certain type of way. And But we are niggas who really give a fuck about the music side of shit. I don't really want to sit down and watch a pale-faced white girl with a sour, sour puss on her fucking face being uh, not giving a fuck about sitting there with Drake or Yachty or um, who else what, Offset or Shaq like I, I really and it might sound like hate but I really feel like we don't get the opportunities like that because white motherfuckers like that get everything her bootleg Kev Adam 22 these motherfuckers are led into the culture and they have they get the opportunities that I feel like, and I'm going to, I don't know how you feel, but I feel like I should have those opportunities to sit down with those same people Them niggas because I hadn't blown up on, I haven't got on TikTok and blew up or I don't, my, my Instagram numbers don't look the same, same because I'm shadow banned because I, I can't control being shadow banned. I've asked these people, what can I do to get on shadow banned? They don't even answer me back. It sucks because those people get the opportunities that I feel like I deserve. And yes, it might sound a little selfish. Might sound a little like I'm hating, but she don't. She gives no fucks about anything that's going on in the culture with us. She doesn't. She's care. sitting there standing awkward by Suki Hana in the club, 
I went to go see Suki Hana and Rob 49 perform at the ECU college. Well, nothing about you having to stand awkward next to them. And I don't, Suki Hana's like, eh, to me, but she's really nice. Real cool. The Rob 49 is out here hot in these streets, or he's dope. I think Rob 49 is dope as fuck. Yeah. Yup. And it's just, it's weird. I, I don't know what it is. Well, I think I know what it is. I just don't want to jump to conclusions. Um, with oh man, it's those white people feeling the need that they need to dabble their 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 big toe in everything. I I don't know. Um, forgive me. <laughs> I just I'm not. I don't see the appeal. Then I see the Scarlett Johansson clip, and I'm like, Are you serious right now? I'm like, what the fuck is this? It completely like. A whole 180 change. I was like, so we're just gonna act awkward and acting like acting like this weird out of touch white girl that don't really know rap music uh persona thing. Like cause there are people like that for real. Fuck. Yeah, I had to get on this podcast and start saying wow shit. It don't matter. I say it on Thursdays every day, all the time. We got to gatekeep more. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. That's all it is to it. We got to gatekeep what we do a lot more. We let niggas like Adam 22 come in here and make shit look like a fucking circus. And you got a nigga like Crip Matt looking like a fucking coon out here looking stupid. And we get shit like, we get shit like fucking um, um, Bootleg Kev, which to be honest with you, his interviews suck to me. Sorry. I'm surprised the like that nigga. <laughs> he, I mean, and it, and I'm saying this because it's frustrating as somebody who is a content creator who actually cares about the shit, not being being able to get that opportunity. Um, but it's like, who do we turn to when it comes to our our time to be able to have those types of interviews and actually talk about it? And I know people are just like, well, I don't like the typical hip hop interviews anymore. Those things are boring. I don't care about the process. I want to learn. Who Offset's been fucking outside of Cardi I don't B? Give a fuck. Hey man, go to Carisha Please for that bullshit. Oh, but you two, y'all too manly to go watch Carisha oh. Please. Or some of y'all say y'all too manly, y'all still watch that bullshit. But when it comes to niggas like us who actually care about the culture, the music, the the process, all of that shit, we we don't deserve those types of looks, and it pisses me off because. We put in a lot of fucking work to get what we need to get to. Here's the thing. I bust my ass putting together Thursday Night Lights. For real. I just, I always get, the only time where I can really sit down and listen and pay attention whenever, and I don't want this to sound like, well, white people, this white people, that, but it's the real. The the two brothers. Mm -hmm. Um. they're like the main two I could really listen to because they actually have conversations about the music and the process and all of that. And they they just stopped that podcast for whatever reason a couple of years ago. I don't know why that podcast mm-hmm. stopped. That was strange, but um, I I don't I don't see the appeal with these weird ass interviews, these personalities that don't really have much of a background with it. Just. Asking random ass questions. Like, 
but Sid, the regular hip hop interview is boring. We don't want that bullshit. We want we want dry humor and interest. We want to know more about their life. Doesn't that appeal to you, Sid? Isn't that what you want to hear when you hear a hip hop interview? I would love to know about their life, but I don't care about if they fixed a fucking bowl of macaroni this morning or uh what I don't know. Like it's just weird to me. I don't care if they just walk down the street to get to my interview and grab a cup of coffee from Starbucks. I don't give a fuck about that. Like that's why that whole thing, that that whole thing a couple months ago that I ranted about on the show where I wanted to talk to that producer and how that came. Mm. Yeah. That's what got me frustrated. I said, you know, this is some bullshit. I said, that's bullshit. I don't like this shit. That kind of made me, I was like, man, I really want to get back into the interview mode. And that was, to me, kind of the start of it. And that just, that got me aggravated. Right. Right. I I just feel like we're at a point in media or in your urban media, hip-hop media, however you want to put it, where um, you have people who are at the top, like Charlemagne, Joe, Joe Buzz, and academics, which they thrive off of saying, well, I don't need these interviews from these artists because my platform is going to thrive regardless, which I completely call bullshit on that too because a lot of those fucking niggas thrived off of being being able to get the big interviews. You can't tell me, at can't sit up here and tell me that that little Dirk interview did not help his platform. You can't tell me that. You can't tell me that, you know, the people who just pop up on Joe's uh podcast when he does the Patron shit the or Patreon shit that that's not helping him and you can't tell me you know that these niggas don't need some good interviews to be able to move forward in the culture I just don't believe that but the arrogance that they have or the fucking the way they look down upon well we don't get those interviews and they don't fuck with us because we're too real that's bullshit to me bullshit and it's like niggas like us who are just in here grinding our asses off trying to figure out how to get to that level. And 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 you have niggas on that side who make it seem so minute and terrible that, oh, I wouldn't sully myself with a Kendrick Lamar interview. I don't need that nigga. That's bullshit. And it pisses me off because it makes the rest of us look like shit. Right. Yeah. I I don't I don't know, man. I'm sorry for cussing so much on your podcast. I don't give a damn, week, man. You I good? Apologize. I don't care. <laughs> I'm cool. <laughs> Profanity allowed. I don't care. It's so weird though. Like, like I said, I said these niggas is the police. Vlad, Adam, twenty two. Uh, I don't know much about bootleg. Kev. I do know <clears throat> bootleg cat, but mm, he's just he's weird to me. Uh, and then the Bobby Altoff chick, I just don't know the purpose. I don't know what this is supposed to turn into eventually. Well, they're off kilter. Mm-hmm. They're off kilter. You don't like, Sid, you don't like off kilter? That's mm-hmm. not your bag? Nah, man. If you want an off kilter interview, what's my man's name? The older guy. Uh, oh, Nerdwar? Yes. N- N- Nerdwar? Yeah. Off kilter. Perfect example of that. Have him stick around. I know he's getting a little older, but yeah, I like him a lot. Those are interesting as hell. And the Mm. 
even though I kind of, you know, I hate on Anthony Fantano a little bit. I I do I do like Anthony Fantano. Somewhat. I can't stand the man, <laughs> to be honest with you. It's Anthony Fantano. Because I, I, it, it's gotten to the point now where I think some of his, like he's gotten, he's gotten so big that some of his, some of his takes on some of the albums reviews that he do are like, really, come on, yeah, bro. yeah, it, it's got, it's like, got to that point. You doing this for the, you doing this for the likes and for the, for the, for the subscribers. Now, some of that shit you don't believe. He's kind of gotten to that point now. But I'm, I'm, and it, and that Drake shit is hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> it's like he wanted smoke yeah. with Fantano. Crazy! It's fucking. Oh, and crazy. then him unleashing but, his fucking DMs too, Fantano. Yeah, hey, nigga. These niggas are wild. Why do you? Why do you think we're having such a horrible year? Because I had somebody on Twitter tell me different, and on Twitter I said this is one of the worst music years we've had in a while. Mm-hmm. Somebody was telling me, "No, it's not. You just don't. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's not that bad." <laughs> Up right. And I'm like, so I'm like, so I'm going to ask you, it's the 50th year. How is it the 50th year of hip hop? We are having one of the worst years. Um, One, I think it's different things. The first one is, let me see if I can piece this together properly. I think with it being 50 years, and I don't like to go into the powers that be talk, but you kind of have to. I feel as if they only, well, they did. They only saw this thing as a fad. They did not bank on this genre to be as big and prominent as it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, to me, it does more good than a lot of, they've done more bridging. Hip-hop has done more bridging the gap than a lot of our politics have ever done because we seem to never get on the Mm -hmm. same page with that. Hip-hop seems to be the one that just molds everyone together and it's global. Mm -hmm. I think that's an issue. Mm -hmm. On top of that, I also think 2020 on Ford, the economy, people who for some reason get upset when they listen to these rappers, oh, they talk about how they're this and they're that, they're doing this, we're here struggling, having to hold down. All of this shit, rather being married or single, like I, I don't have time for this. It just brings so much negativity. I think it's a push from media and propaganda saying that all it does is cause black people to become violent and we're killing each other. Da 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 da. That whole talk and it's turning people mm-hmm. off. I think it's a buildup of that altogether. Like Juicy J said, hmm. hip hop sales are down forty percent. And I think a lot of that has to do with maybe the the topics that are talked about in the music. But at the same time, you can't blame these artists. Meek Mill, French Montana, a, num- a number of artists have come out and said, hey, we're not getting paid unless we talking about this type of shit. We're not getting paid. Mm-hmm. We're not getting paid whatsoever. So it's like, what can you do? They can break away, but it's... I don't know. It's like a catch twenty two well, with all of them. Meek, Meek is independent right now. I, I'll just throw that out there. Oh, 
and I and that's the thing. Like I really would love. I, I really hope that Ross and Meek album is dope. I really want it to be dope. But mm. at the same time, with all that is going on, the the top the negativity the, that it holds with hip hop, the, the I, I don't know, man. It's it's a whole lot of shit. It's a whole lot of nuance to it. That makes you question why is this the worst year? It's so much yeah, that goes into it, it. It's for sure been a down year. I I'll just say this, man. I feel like a lot of the artists are very uninspired. I think I, I think touring has a lot. Touring and festivals have a lot to do with it too. Too. I think that we've had so many people like go back and look how many people toured or still touring or went did like several festivals. And that's, I think that plays into to it as well. I think a lot of this stuff, I think a lot of the newer acts don't really know how to put out meaningful projects. I think a lot of this music is playing the streaming game. Nobody's really putting out. It's, it's a few people. I mean, Mick Jenkins. I know you you said something about Mick Jenkins. One of the best. He automatically still slid into my top ten when I heard that album. He will be probably he will most definitely be in my top ten at the end of the year. Mick Jenkins came out with a phenomenal project. Um, well put together. The production was on point. The like the shit that he's talking about, amazing. Um, but we don't get that from a lot of the newer acts, and that's. I think a problem. I think a lot of these newer acts don't know how to put together even Doja. Even Doja's rap album, not very well put together. I I like it. Mm -hmm. It ain't well put together though. It's just I don't know if we don't understand how to structure music together. I don't think I don't know if we just really just only give a fuck about just the streams. That's what it is, because and I, I think that's bullshit too, because there are plenty of people out here, us included. I think we have a great idea on how to structure an album, or how to like what song goes where. We know arrangement means a yeah, lot. We know, but they're trying to. It's just the uh, hey, let's quick turnaround, quick turnaround. And I'm not saying quick turnarounds are bad, but is. Mm, how can I say? I I think there's a lot of there, there's not a village around to care for a project that's being worked on or getting into the process mm. of being put out. Mm. There's not. They can talk about all oh, this team shit all they want to, but there's not. I don't think there's much of a team behind a lot of this stuff that's being put out. Mm. It's just like, okay, let's record a bunch of shit and whatever. Um. Meek, Memphis Bleak on his drink chance said something that, that I like that he's going to do. He said that he was going to uh, become an A&R for Rock Nation. He's going to help some of the younger acts figure out their sound, put albums together. I think we a lot of the OGs in the game need to start they doing that. I think in. a lot of these labels... So no, what? I said they need to step the fuck in. The OGs need to step in. Just to, even just the A&R projects, like... Like I think artist development and A and R are lost art forms when it comes to music, especially on the hip hop side of shit. 
Like we need all of that just for a lot of these acts, the newer acts to be able to understand structure arrangement, understand what works and stop saying dumb shit on social media. Like arts development helps a whole lot with a lot of the, the, the stupid shit that happens on social media, man. Like, I miss the days where, and now I sound like a, a fucking dinosaur, but I don't care. Artist development works. It does. It works. I think, man, social media has really killed my love for the mystiqueness of some of these rappers. Like, one of the biggest disappointments to me is Willie D. Like, he just mm. hurts my nerves and just saying some crazy shit. I'm like, bro, what are you talking about? Just I, I, I don't know, man. It, it's killed a lot of the mystiqueness and the cool factor of some of these rappers. I do appreciate a lot of the rappers that are just here to put their music out. They want to sit down and talk. That's cool. And that's that. But this whole thing, the one thing I really want Westside Gun to really stop doing is talking to some of these dummies. Because <laughs> like, I, I love it. I really, I love it when he responds because it's always funny. But at the same time, it's yeah. like you ain't got like West Side Gun ain't got to do that. You don't have to do that, bro. It's just it's no. kind of crazy to watch. I um, I want a lot of these artists to kind of chill and focus on more of the music than anything else because it's it's sad biggest disappointment god man i can't believe i'm saying this oh no biggest disappointment to me this year was travis scott's album what because i fucking hear me out let me let me cook i listened to that album so hard the first week and i was i listened to that shit every day every day and then i kind of was like something else came out and i went back to it not too long ago and i was like this ain't oh this ain't travis scott this ain't the travis scott that i want it (sighs) my excitement went down a little bit after that album after I was able to sell it, because I literally played that shit every day. I was like, this shit is lit. I don't know what the fuck niggas are talking about. And um, I gave it a little bit of rest, listened to some other stuff. And then when I went back, I was just like, man, this ain't... A lot of the songs that was hitting, ain't hitting like that no more. Um, A lot of the stuff that I thought was very... Project is still very crisp, and it's very well produced. Mm-hmm. But I want... I want a little bit, I don't know. It felt like it felt like Travis was like, let me let me float off of the great production and, and the and these features that you guys love so much. Like the feature game that he had on there was amazing. Mm-hmm. But I wanted more I don't know, man. I wanted more I wanted more of Travis Scott on that album, if that makes sense. Like okay. I wanted more of him. Yeah. Like I don't feel like it was enough of him on that album. And I love Travis Scott. He's one of my favorite one of my favorite artists, but like when I went back, because like, some of this ain't hitting like I wanted. To. I really like Modern Jam, but Tizo Touchdown mm-hmm. is like the standout on its song. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, 
but maybe it's just the beat from Modern Jam. It sounds like some '90s electro pop shit in the club or whatever. I think that's why I really like that song too. And then with Travis rapping, I'm like, oh, he's he's rapping, rapping for real. Okay, cool. But Tizo just mm. took it over on the second half, and I like Till Further Notice, the final song. But I think Travis mm. Travis should have been on Till Further Notice by himself, nobody else. Yep. And I'm yep, like, why the fuck that. is 21 Savage on this song? Like, I didn't understand that. I'm like, he should have been on this song by himself. Well, 21 is the feature king no. now. Well, well, him and him and J. Cole. Mm-mm. No. Like, I like 21. No way. <laughs> I really like 21. Or maybe is I'm, I'm trying my best to like 21 Savage. You don't you don't you fucking do it. What it's just don't you do it. Don't you do it. Don't you fucking do what, it. Man? <laughs> I just don't you do it. I'm not feeling it, man. <laughs> I'm trying real hard to like 21 Savage and then now it's just like it's fading out. Like I just don't give a shit. Cause okay, her lost Drake, cool, whatever. Yeah, you know. That is what it is. And then just to have him randomly on features like this nigga is Ghostface Killer, mm. fucking ODB or or J. Cole. It's just wow. like Wow. It's like, fam, like, no, he's not that guy. Like, where's his other album? Like, come on. What is, what are you doing? What are you doing, Savage? Like, come on. Don't do that. I'm Don't I'm do tired that. of it, bro. Like at, I like till further notice. That's probably why I fucking love that song. I'm like, why is he here? Travis could have easily been on that shit by himself. Twenty one is the is him and and J Cole are the feature kings now. J Cole, twenty one a killer feature, bro. J Cole, I see. Twenty one Savage, yes. No, I don't. Okay. I don't want to hear that from you. What? I don't want to hear that from you. You wanted the you wanted the niggas that don't don't do that. Don't no. don't don't catch Here, don't catch don't don't a, don't get on the coattails no, now. No no buddy. no no no. Don't do here's that. The thing with Cole, it's the fan base that irks my soul, and because they like, oh man, this nigga the second coming of Christ. I'm like, what? He really saying like he is dope, but it's like. The way they pedestalize Cole is just like, slow your roll, buddy. Dope verse. Calm down. <laughs> That's all that it is. I don't have nothing against Cole. I don't dislike him. I'm going to listen to a Cole project, but it's the the fan base is off the fucking chain, man. Just, just like the Swifties. Taylor Swift, I, I don't get it, but the name, her fucking fan base is... Let- through the roof. Let me let me let me say something too. I gotta I gotta publicly apologize, even though I didn't publicly say this, and it was me and you, <coughs> and I said it in the in the group chat. I have to apologize. I was wrong about that that uh, that that feature he did on um, Yachty's song. That shit is that shit is actually pretty fucking fire. I was wrong. I was wrong because I was like, I was like, man, I've heard better from J Cole. I, I hit you in the group chat. And I was like, I've heard better from J Cole. These niggas are wilding. The fuck these niggas know about rap, nigga. And then I went back and listened to it again, and I was like, that nigga said some real 
Like, did you hear that Bangladesh line? I'm like, yes, I heard it. Like, it's the tag at the beginning of the Amelie beat. Ooh. Okay. Like, it's cool. It's great. You're an, you're a fucking asshole, man. I'm sorry. I hate I hate this. I know this is your podcast, but you are a you are a dark skinned bitter bitch. I hate you. <laughs> you you're the you are you are one of Drake's exes that are that's mad that oh that nigga made goodness. it. You should be ashamed of your fucking self. You are a dark skinned bitter bitch. I hate you. <laughs> oh no! You just wow, wow! Shit. No man, it's just, wow! I can't believe you. Like okay, Yachty, that is a. I wanted to hear Yachty on that shit by himself. To be honest with you, it's just interesting because this is Yachty. I'm like, when did Yachty, you know? Decided to do this, like he doing a little freestyle shit thing on the microphone, calling out mm-hmm. Uzi and shit. It's like okay, like he's he said, like, "Hey, y'all want niggas to rap? Yachty's trying. He's doing that." So I'm like, "All mm-hmm. right, cool." And it's like, okay, of course Cole's gonna come in and kill this shit. Like that's no question. It's like, man, did you hear that Bangladesh line? Like you half of you niggas don't even know who Bangladesh is, right? Like, what? <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. Some of y'all niggas are very clueless about who Bangladesh is. But it's, it's not me shitting on Cole specifically. It's the fan base sometimes. I'm like, oh my goodness, bro. You mean, I bro. Said, you a mean ass nigga. <laughs> you a mean nigga, bro. Like, you are a jaded And that's literally... You are, you like, that nigga, he didn't come pick me up. <laughs> you one of them. You just like, that nigga think he all that, he ain't shit. That's literally what it is, man. Because I'm like, maybe it's just <laughs> I just listen to too much fucking rap. Now you need to go listen to like country music or something and take a break, cause, and then just get reinvigorated with the shit again. I, like, cause when I hear verse, like the the verse is dope, but I'm like, oh okay, mm. all right. It's just that jadedness I have. Like he ain't saying nothing different that I ain't heard before. Be like for other artists right. talked about. That's all it is. But it's the fan base, boy. They, good lord, niggas was going nuts over that verse. Mm. I like I said when I first heard, it, I was like, I've heard this J Cole. I did the same shit. I was like, this J. I was like, nigga, I've heard better from J Cole. Here I am in the group chat. I was going kind of crazy too. And then I went back and listened to that shit a couple times because mm-hmm. I really a lot of niggas is tripping. Well, maybe they not, but that beats crazy. Oh, the beats! I the beat is beat. awesome. <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit, the beat is amazing." <laughs> but I went back and I listened to that J Cole verse, and J, I listened to it, and I was like, "This nigga is actually fucking spitting." And then on the the first person shooter, I'm like, "Maybe I'm a light skinned bitter bitch. Maybe I'm just a a whole ass nigga because I'm like." But I appreciate J. Cole. I'm one of the few people who in and this is just within the range of people that I'm around that talk music. I appreciate J. Cole. I appreciate him. I think he's one of those people that we need in rap. And for me to sit up here and I don't know, people people say 
People say J. Cole is boring. I don't like what J. Cole is rapping about these days. But I'm like, have you heard fucking reason shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, he's pretty boring as damn so. We got a lot of boring ass niggas out here. And I and, <laughs> chill out. Damn. And and you guys, you guys, the reason album is boring, bro. Oh, I'm sorry. Porches is boring as fuck. Let me be that is a boring ass album. That has a lot of weight, heavy content in there, but it just ain't delivered in the best way possible. That's all I'm saying. And they, that shit is boring. Is it a solid album? Yes. I'll tell you this. Is it boring as fuck? Hell yes. That shit is boring as hell. I probably went to sleep on it a couple times. I thought I was going to get happy. Like, I, I got real excited. What's that song? Caucasian Estates? I'm like, oh, yeah. There's about to be the, the slapper of the year. And then I was like, okay, this album's kind of, you know, you know, cool. Mm. Slapper of the year. I, I, I thought it was gonna be a slapper. <laughs> slapper, slapper of the year. It's a slapper of the year, all right. Upside somebody's fucking head. Oh man, Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. And I just be mad because I'm like, man, what what's going on, man? Where's Schoolboy Q? Where's J Rock? Where's Schoolboy? Okay, so J Rock. I don't know if you've seen the freestyle. Mm-hmm. J Rock dropped a freestyle. Oh. He's coming. He's been working on this album for a while. He's actually been dropping songs here and there he had a song with reason months ago mm-hmm. they dropped i played i play a yeah. lot of this shit on thursday night lights because i get it and people either they hear it or they don't i'm like bro i'm i'm ahead of the curve on a lot of this shit y'all need to be listening but um he's got an album coming out schoolboy has been been doing some snippets here and there so they're coming um it's a i don't know who else is going to be doing something in the fourth quarter unless it's like cardi or something like that but J-Rock for sure is going to drop his album probably this year. We may get Schoolboy Q next year, but hey man, that reason album is boring as fuck and I'm just giving y'all the heads up. Shit is boring as shit. Oh my god. Shit is boring as fuck. Oh no. Um, Just TDE's gonna do what TDE does. I don't trust nobody but Punch because I think Punch really is a, a genius in this shit. Uh, when it comes to uh, old boy, um, Musa. what's the name? I can't even think of his name. Yeah, Musa, whatever. I don't know any any projects he's A and R. And if he A and R, that fucking reason, he, he is the manager of reason. He is reason's manager. Okay, well then that that, that lets me know why it's so boring. Yeah. That that tells me everything I need to know. And put he's isn't he tops brother? Or? Uh, that's top son. Top brother, top son, son. Mm-hmm. Nigga, that's nepotism. I don't got time for that bullshit. Get your fucking, get your A&R game up, nigga. You know, Nepo babies, um, A&R project. I watched that damn interview, man, and then Musa came in, and they was talking crazy to each other. And it's like, man, none of these niggas showed up to my album listening party. Only Soul and shouted me out on my album, and Schoolboy Q and J-Rock shouted me out. Nobody else show love. Da, 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 da. It got messy real quick. I said, I don't think this is meant for like public display. This is a private conversation well, that needs to be had because I don't know if this is like orchestrated to be a rollout. If that is what it is, then fine and y'all cool. But I'm like, if this is just some real shit, like reason feels this way, we got a problem. Well. The only thing that they can do is go independent because yeah. I don't think it's another. I don't think another label is gonna pick. Because I, the only here's the reason. Content ain't there. Th- okay, how I got onto 
him in the first place was through Dreamville. I didn't know mm-hmm. Reason was officially with PDE. So it had me under the impression he was with Dreamville at first. Wasn't he on one of the Return of the Dreamers? Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. you know, And that's what I thought it was. And then I said, well, this ain't the first time some shit like this has happened. There's a time when Absol, damn near 10 years ago, was about to leak these days. And that, mm-hmm. that was the whole thing. And everybody was like, man, just go with Pro Era, man. That nigga need to go with Pro Era. So, mm-hmm. same conversation. Reason need to go with Dreamville. He's appreciated there. So, I, I don't know. You know, every now and again, SZA and Punch get into a little stack on Twitter for her. I don't know what yeah. that is. I just, I know I trust Punch. Mm-hmm. Punch is right more more times than he's not. Mm-hmm. I think Punch understands the game a lot better than a lot of them other niggas on that label. And he's super important for, for TDE. You need to rap um, more, I too. think a lot of... He dropped a, a snippet of a song from um, whatever the group name he had. I can't even think. He dropped a snippet not too long ago, and it was like a post-delete, but it was kind of cool. Um, but I trust Punch. Mm-hmm. I think Punch knows, he understands the business, he understands the game, he does what feels right, which I think is, instead of playing industry games and industry tricks, and I feel like that just works a whole lot more, and the, like, Scissor shit is still one of the top, that shit came out in December, my nigga. Snooze is my shit, SOS is like killing everything still, and it came out in December of last year. That says a lot. And he pushed that project back a couple times, and he held that project, and I think he knew what he had on his hands. And it makes it makes him look like a fucking genius. Yeah. That was that's what makes me curious with like the first generation of TDE artists and Kendrick kind of like scathing on up out of here to do his own thing. That's great. I'm happy he did that. So, with someone... I think the PG... Oh, go oh, ahead. My bad. Oh, fine. go ahead. I I think the PG Lane Kendrick is going to be way different than what we got from TDE. I think that side of Kendrick is going to show a whole lot. That's more. what I'm waiting on to see. I'm like, okay, y'all done let the, the man off the leash. I'm ready to see what he going to do. I think he going to get a little reckless and just start talking. Just hey, he ain't like he ain't talked before, but I think it's gonna be a little more. And do I want to say a little more animated? Like Kendrick is just an anom- anomaly, to be honest. Like, I, yeah, I, I, I'm just all I can say is I'm curious to see what the fuck he's gonna do with this PG Lang thing. I, I honestly, I want to see. How how much he push pushes Baby King because I think Baby King is gonna be something serious on PG Lane. They signed um, it's a female artist on there. I can't think of her name. They signed her not too. They signed a female artist not too long ago on PG Lane. Like they're building something. Up. And I I trust Dave Free. Yep. I think Dave Free is is one of the better minds out here in the industry. I I would I would love to sit down with Dave yeah. Free and have an interview with Dave Free. Uh-huh. He's he's very smart to me. I don't know if other people feel that way about Dave Free, but I think Dave Free is one of the better minds we have in music. Kendrick. So I mean, he's one of the better creatives 
I should say. Um, he's gonna be different. Yeah. I think this. I think the PG lane, and I feel like he really gonna push. I feel like Kendra's gonna push Keem more. Like if we get, I kind of, and the speculation is always more fun than the truth. I kind of feel like they'll drop a hillbillies project. He, and I think if they drop a hillbillies project, he's alluded to it. He gonna get get his shit off. He's alluded to it. He's well, from Keem said that hillbillies is an official duo. So there's something coming, and I I can't wait because that. What's the name of that damn song? Oh, uh, we go. Yeah. Uh, 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 <laughs> Isn't it called the Hillbillies? Uh, uh, it's just called the Hillbillies. I thought the, the I know the name of the group is the Hillbillies. Let's see. Oh man. <laughs> it came and went. Nobody, people was like fucking with it, and then they kind of was just like, I love that song. Yeah, it's called it. Yeah, it was called the Hillbillies. I, that was the name of the and song. The visuals are just crazy. I love the visuals too because this is is showcasing. They talk about Kendrick being this serious uh conscious uh perspective rapper and it's just you watch the hillbillies video and you're listening to the song and it just sounds like kendrick's having fun yeah. even with some of the with features the on joins and everything on the key man. with the what fake joins on and everything <laughs> that was the funniest shit like he got a, a fucking he got a finsta and was just like let me put these fake joints on and walk around and this shit was hilarious. I loved it. I was like, Kendrick Lamar is a gem. And then just him playing around on that damn Range Brothers song with King. It's just like, what is he doing, man? <laughs> I gotta be honest. What? No. I wanted I wanted no. I wanted that nigga to go in. Like <laughs> it's time. I'm twenty twenty four, I don't want after hearing all these subs from Drake and after hearing these subs from Push and after kind of hearing all these subs from these niggas in 2024 kill the subs that is my I am standing on that platform that is going to be the platform I stand on kill the subs that is going to be my hashtag that is going to be my I'm going to make a shirt that says kill the subs I don't want no more subs no more call these niggas names out Call him out. I was it's laughing because Drake has, it was one of the songs where at the end of the song where there's a girl talking about seats on a flight or not being enough seats on the flight. And then there's a Pusha T tweet complaining about American Airlines seats. And I just laughed. I was like, okay. I don't know. I said, that's a very subtle shot. Maybe it's alluded to. Maybe I'm reading into it a little too much, or whoever did that is reading to it a little too much. But if it's a shot, names got to be called out because you're just not going to be just talking shit in secret. I, I, it's just time to kill kill the subs, man. Kill the subs. Because um, I know he did on Utopia the uh, the what's name song, the meltdown song. Yeah. We knew who he. I mean, he wasn't really talking about push, but you know, he was going at fucking Pharrell. He was going at a lot of people with subs. I'm tired of the subs, man. Just get it out here. I think, I think, I think it's time that we kind of got past a lot of this little sub beef and actually get some real names on some of these records. Yeah, it's time. I'm, I'm sick of it. It's, it's, it's actually pretty ridiculous and terrible. <laughs> It is, bro. I'm tired. I'm I'm tired. I'm tired. We've been dealing with the same beefs for a while now. 
and it's just time for us to be done with it. Like I'm, I'm, it's sickening. By the way, which I got you, got, got you, <laughs> got you, Sid. That album dropped. Well, the unmastered version dropped maybe two, two weeks ago. Streaming, it dropped for streaming this weekend. I had, I ha- I've had that album for two weeks, two, three weeks. Yeah, I w- I saw something that had the track listing out and was like, I don't know if that's real. I said, like, I don't trust that. And I just left it alone. I don't know why I was tripping. But I was like, uh, I backed away from it. I ain't say nothing. Yeah. Like, oh, um, the master version dropped first or there you could buy you could get it on the website. Um you know, you know, Uncle Al, he'll Uncle Al, he dropped it. They dropped it way a, a long time, and they just now dropped it on streaming this weekend. So, okay, yeah, I um I listen to it, man. I I do like it. Um, it's just I don't Too know, slow? man. Yeah, somewhat that I like Alchemist the Corpse did its thing. But I don't know. Maybe I gotta listen to it again. But I, I kinda sat on the album a little bit. Just to I just mm. been thinking about it. Mm. Okay. Well, I enjoyed it, man. I thought it was good. I think it's time for Jay Worthy to hang it up. Ha! <laughs> that new album with him and Kamaya, the American Dream mm-hmm. with Harry Fraud, yeah, ain't working. It ain't working. It ain't. Wor- Have you Damn. listened to it? I think it's what eight tracks. Yeah. Is it eight tracks? Yeah, mm-hmm. no, nine. I think they did nine. It ain't working. They got a max, and they got a max beat feature. I, I think it's just time for Jay Worthy to kind of fall back. Oh a bit. man, him and him and Kamaya doing shit together ain't working for me. It just ain't. Sorry. I mean, he's he getting a little too more accessible. That's Call probably worthy. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't, I don't know who, like on paper, that looks good. Jay Worthy, Kamaya, and Harry Fraud. I'm like, all right. But then I listened to that. And maybe I should go back and listen to it. It's just been, because that, what that dropped this, yeah, that dropped to this weekend. Um, I've been so mm-hmm. busy listening to West Side Gun, doo, 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 you know. And I haven't really touched Offset shit, so I don't know, man. I'm just, I, I I was like, oh, I want to hear this too, and I just started digging into it. And I'm like, this ain't working. I don't know, man. I haven't really been kind of. I haven't really kept up with Jay Worthy recently. Um. But I did listen to it, and I was like, oh, it's okay. Mm-mm. But the whole Kamaya thing that, yeah, like you said, it's what he's been doing with Kamaya is like, I guess. What's, what's disappointing do you the this? most this year? 
Like I, I think I I think I said what what my biggest or one of my biggest disappointments was. What was your only your biggest disappointments this year? Um, damn, that's that's so hmm. like a yeah, release. In music, just in in hip hop, but just in rap, in rap. I ain't gonna say um, music in general because um, you listen to so much more than just hip hop. But like, just on the rap side of things, like what what disappointed you? Uh, I ain't gonna lie. Um. It's two things. Okay, one of them, just get it out of the way. The Emotional Oranges album. That's not hip-hop, um, but I, I still, I'm a roll with it. No, I was saying that's it's two different things. And then, then the other thing that kind of like bothered me a little bit, I'm going to be real, real honest. Uh, I'm going to say Vices by Currency and Harry Frost. Whoa! Whoa! Whoa. I'm gonna be real honest. Whoa! <laughs> I, <laughs> Whoa! That ooh, the pain in your face because you didn't want to say that. I don't know what in the world, but it's something that's just not clicking for me that project. I was like, every other one with Currency and Harry Fraud, it clicks. This one, I don't know what the turnoff is for me. I've never heard you say that before. I don't know. Yeah. That's one of the that's one of the bigger disappointments. Is I mean, it's like it's not terrible, but it's not. It's, mm, I'm not gonna say rap wise. It's something about Harry Frost production on there, even though Vices and it sounds like some shit that you know the cigarette boat docking in Miami. It it has that feel, but it's something. It's like something. It, how do I say it? Harry Fraud's beats on there. Some of them sound in. Mm. Some I don't know what it is, man. Wow. That's one of the ones. Wow. I've I've never heard you um I'm not gonna say you're bad mouthing it, but I've never heard you be disappointed in a currency, um in a currency album. And I was like, what? I was like, no, nah, I can't be tripping. And, well, since I, I said Emotional Orange is too, or the, the, the other one, the, uh, just emo, that's not hip-hop, but what's the number? That Emotional Orange's album was pretty trash. It was bad. I was like, I don't know oh. what happened. I don't know if y'all lost the sauce or what, but this is not good. I would say that's it, really. Maybe that's it. So, what, yeah, the biggest. Oh, well, no, that's not hip hop either. Never mind. 
for whatever reason. I can't figure it out. Mm. Damn that. Damn that, uh, Harry Fraud. Because it sounds like you're just blaming Harry Fraud. You ain't putting none, none of this on currency, but you know, it is what it is. All right. Thank you for listening to episode 520. Real quick, you can find me on social media at Isaac Davis on Instagram and Twitter. I have other social media handles as well. The Instagram podcast page is at the social introvert podcast twitter is at social intro pod send your thoughts you got any questions need any advice you can find me on there oh actually excuse me sorry emails if you have any questions you need any advice you could send those my way to the social introvert podcast at gmail.com shout out to my favorite podcasters shout out to the bynk family having some technical difficulties right now with this spectrum wi-fi but other than that, um, I will have cold back soon. So thank you for listening, and I'll see you guys next time. Peace. The Social Introvert.